0: To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's
2: most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired.
3: The most interesting thing in tech involves climate science and climate modeling. There's a new paper out in the journal Nature Climate Change. And it's about the Australian fires, fires that have swept across that country. And what the paper says is that none of the climate models predicted fires of this magnitude would hit for 80 years. The models may be predicted that in some of the worst case scenarios you could have a fire this big at the end of the century. Now, this is really interesting for a couple of reasons. First, just obviously, climate change is happening faster than most scientists have thought. It is more dangerous, it is more scary, we need to act more quickly. But that, everybody is starting to realize big question is about how climate models work. We rely on them to try to understand what the future will be like, what solutions we need to adopt now, what targets we need to set. But climate models are incredibly complicated because you have to put in all these variables and determine or estimate as best you can how each variable will affect each other variable. So you build a model and you say, okay, with this much CO2 increase it will lead to potentially this much temperature increase which will lead to this effect actually on ocean evaporation which will lead to this effect on cloud cover which will reflect this much sunlight back which will have this change and this change and this change and this change and this change. And And so you build out this cascading stream of variables. It's very hard to do and it's very energy intensive. You can't actually change variables and then rerun a climate model five minutes later. According to this paper, in fact, some of the models you run once a month because they require so much compute. Fires, then, as a particular subset of climate modeling, are particularly hard because they're at the end of a long chain of events. Why does a fire as devastating as Australia's fire happen? Well, you know, temperature increase, things drying out, bogs drying out, right? When you think about a fire spreading, often they're literally firewalls, wet areas, marshes. But if they've all dried up, much of the country has turned to tinder, you can have a devastating fire like has just happened. It just wasn't something that the models thought was possible. So what's the ultimate lesson here? Well the ultimate lesson is even these models, as good as they are, as much thought and power is put into them, they're not able to anticipate the complexity of what we're doing to our climate, which of course is yet another reason why we need to be taking every action we can to slow this all down. All right. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories
2: from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily.
4: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more